Hello everyone. I just want to remind you that the information, the procedures, suggestions, and forecasts contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts or videos are not meant to take the place of a diagnosis, physician, financial advisor, or professional advice. They're for educational purposes only. All use of the information presented is at your own discretion. Neither Penny Kelly, Kelly Networks LLC, or any of her associates will be held liable for any injury, damage, or loss, financial or otherwise, as a result of the information contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts and videos. Welcome, everybody. Um, Happy November. It is November 15th. Uh, 2021 and this is tea and consciousness on the third monday of november it's um just today i was talking with somebody and they said something about what are you doing for thanksgiving and i was like thanksgiving (laughs) is it november so um i lose total track of everything a lot so um okay so we're gonna start right in um there's a lot of really good interesting things happening in the world oh my gosh i hope you guys are watching because some of it's really really good (coughs) um okay so i have on my list here uh deanna and then maya or maya maya and then rachel rachel hello rachel um okay (laughs) uh so go ahead deanna Long time no see. <laughs> Gosh. You have to unmute. <laughs> I had. Um, well, I thought I had a little bit to go, so I was going to kind of listen. Um, okay. could, could I go back into the queue for a smidge? I thought there were some people in front of me. Sure. Yeah, we'll come back to you. Okay, That's not a thank problem. you. Thank yeah, you. okay. So next we have Maya. So go ahead, Maya. Your turn. So excited to be here. All right. I didn't. I I didn't really prepare, but I'm I'm just going to go for it. Um, okay. I'm going to give you my birth date, and uh-huh. then just a little spiel and ask my question. So okay. I'm uh, May 9th, nineteen seventy one. Um, I've studied as a dietitian, a nurse. I got sick with autoimmune disorders. I started to study functional medicine. Then I went the spiritual side with meditation, Dr. Joe, am I headed in the right direction? That's my question. (laughs) Yes. Very good. Um, It's a long journey to get rid of autoimmune diseases. Um, The more that I study, the more that I learn, the more that I work with people, the more that I see that it comes down to, in so many cases, um, bacteria. There are, and there's very little research uh, that I, well, I shouldn't really say that. There's been research that's been done, but it's, people haven't put the pieces together, if I can say it that way. Um, we are, I forget what the percentage of the body is bacteria, but it's mostly bacteria. And some of those are not friendly. And they cause everything from heart attacks to, um, oh my gosh, uh, diabetes, strokes, 
uh, you know, Parkinson's, aneurysms, uh, you name it, all kinds of stuff. I actually was going to bring a list um, into the office here, and I didn't. I left it where I was reading. It was like, oh, my God. The list is um, is stunning in terms of the, the kind of bacteria. And just a couple of weeks ago, I did... Um, I, I've read uh, some things about Clostridium difficile. It's called C. diff. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm just going to get on my BCX machine and see if, you know, I can get rid of any Clostridium in case I have any. Woo! Um, I had a massive reaction and I was actually going slow and being careful. And so it was like, whoa. Wow, that was unexpected. And, and the reason I was interested in Clostridium specifically is because it's associated with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, um, all sorts of plaque causing problems, um, including plaque in your arteries. So I thought, wow, okay. And I suffered for about two weeks until it finally healed. Um, and Daphne and I are both doing, you know, frequency stuff. So keep going on the track that you're on. Um, keep one eye out for, um, for bacteria and new information coming out about that. I think functional medicine, maybe it's only because I'm an engineer or was an engineer. It's like the body kind of works like a machine. I shouldn't say that, but it has mechanical aspects and, and everything is related. It's, um, you know, your car can't get air. It stops running. If it doesn't get gas, it stops running. Um, you know, there's issues. Pl carburetor gets plugged. It stops running. Um, or your circuit boards burn out or something happens. It stops running. So it's a system. And when you, when you start with that idea of systems approach, um, you will, when did you start? Let me ask that. When did you begin? How long ago? It was 2009, 2010 that I started studying functional medicine because okay. the allopathic route just failed me. So oh, that's why yeah. I started looking into that. Okay. Okay. So just be aware. I've been watching, you know, and doing the, uh, paying attention to functional medicine stuff um, for a long time and looking at, well, what happens when that is not present or that is present? Um, and that's kind of the functional part of it. Um, and so what we keep running back into, and I think is going to become more and more critical is that whole bacterial thing, because um the science is now, the scientists and doctors are finally beginning to see that um, a cell begins to de degenerate and moves through 16 stages of degeneration. And one of those stages is bacterial. One of those, when it goes a little further, it becomes, um, I forget if it's viral first, it becomes a virus. If it keeps degenerating, it becomes a spore or fungus. And then finally dies altogether with cancer. So um, that whole business of bacteria, viruses, fung fungal kinds of things happening, that's degeneration. And it the kind of 
of the level. Is it a bacteria? Is it a virus? Is it a spore? Is it a fungus? Um, that tells you the degree of degeneration going on in that body and how much work has to be done. So um, keep going with that and you practice on yourself. That's the best way to learn. <laughs> yeah. so. Can I ask you where my, my uh, numbers come into play with that? With uh, uh, 5 yeah. 9, 1971? Yeah, you're a double nine and a five. That's a kind of a tough number. Um, the five is the number of too much, too little. And that really has to do with, um, you know, with having to make decisions similar to the eight, um, three, five and eight kind of have a start over aspect, fresh, new, new start, new start, new start. Um, that nine is the number of service. It's karmic. That is definitely... Um, redecide, make a decision, live with it. If you don't like it, change it. If people get upset, too bad. And so you have that twice. And so you're likely to, I'm going to say, stir the pot just naturally wherever you go. So just be ready to handle that. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, okay, who's next here? Rachel. Go ahead, Rachel. Hi. And then Walt, Apple, and then Delia. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Walt. <laughs> um, and then Delia. Um, okay, Rachel, go ahead. Okay, so I'm having um, surgery on December 14th. Oh. Um, it's um, a reduction, and I've wanted one since high school. Okay, but I'm okay. super nervous because I've never had surgery before. Oh. because I'm healthy. And so I put it off long enough. I turned 40 this year. My husband's like, if you're going to do it, do it now because he never got the, you know what, and he's an anesthetist yep. and he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get our stuff done, you know, just in case you have to sell the house and, you know, buy him, you know, all in our camper anyways. <laughs> um, okay. but my mate, we're ready. We're ready for all that. So, um, okay. my main question is I have hip discomfort. Okay. And it's been kind of chronic, but that's my main worry is laying there and my hip bothering me. And so can you give any insight to why my hip, I see chiropractic care regularly. I've done some energy healing on it. And when I get moving throughout the day, it gets better. But then nighttime I wake up and it's like, I can't even like let my dog out of her kennel and get her water. And then I'm, but then I'm moving throughout the day and it gets better. I mean, so Okay. You know, like right now, I can't feel it. Right now, it doesn't bother me. Um, anyways, that's kind of my question, which is maybe. <laughs> okay. So it looks like that is arthritis. In the okay, hip. good. Um, it makes sense. It's been yeah. so long. Yeah. It's inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, you probably should at least check out, are you getting enough sulfur, nutritional sulfur? That helps a lot. Um, when, when material, when you have inflammation, either there's too much electricity moving or not enough, um, and nutritional sulfur, which is MSM, methyl sulfonomethane, okay. um, that helps to, I'm going to say, regulate the electricity. So mm -hmm. you have enough if there's too little and, um, and then it, it goes to more places how do I say it? More better. It goes to more yeah. places, more better. Sure. Um, it's gotcha. Yeah. If you're taking you betcha. it. So um, start with that. 
I would um, do some serious breath work into that okay. hip, lay in a yep. position that makes it hurt. So okay. you can go in there with your consciousness and go right into the center okay. of that pain and then start breathing in and it'll feel like the pain is exploding and you're going to go with it. Um, okay. And the pain does explode and go away. It takes okay. a while. You might have to do it for a couple hours. But. Oh, yeah. I'm down with trying anything. And I kind of with that plasma water, this might sound weird, but okay. I almost picture like balls of cell, like healthy, happy little boba cells going in there. And yeah, and that seems to help. It's weird. I don't know. But you've told me lots of stuff and all of it seems to work out. And okay. good. I asked you about my son last time and he's doing so much better. And I don't know if it's just because I talked to you out loud. I have no idea. I just adore you. I love you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Good luck on the 14th. Yeah. Um, thank you. Take some vitamin C for a couple from now until then, and then stop like three days before. Okay. So that you're pretty empty. Vitamin C is wonderful. For okay. Making sure you don't get any infections or whatever. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Walt, you are next, and then Delia, and then Jasna's iPad. Uh, okay, let's see. Well, Jasmine is not at her iPad right now, but uh, we will start with with Walt in the meantime. Okay. Hi, Penny. So, Good to hello see there. you. So, yeah, finally able to score a, a date with you here. Um, <laughs> I think I had the, the right question come up. So, just okay. want to say I'm really grateful to Daphne and Elsa for bringing you to a much larger audience. Oh, me included. yeah. Uh, so, so grateful for the gift. Well, so. thank you. Thank you. I think they are absolutely marvelous, like gems. <laughs> so um, oh. the stuff they do, I couldn't even begin to do. You know, okay. I just, that's not my skill set. So well, uh, if we all did everything, then nothing would get done. That is true. Oh, my. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I wanted to ask uh, about a certain number in relation to events in my life going forward. Okay. Um, I've tried to understand this quinky dink now for a few years and I just. Wait, wait, wait. You know, what is a quinky dink? Quinky dink is just a, well, it's a, well, it'll come out. Quinky dink is just a, it seems to be a, um, Oh, words are failing me at the moment. Okay. Uh, All right. So, well, um, go ahead. Maybe number, I'll figure it out. This this number relates to um, I, my life, which I think is why I'm here. Uh, okay. So the underlying question is, what am I looking forward to coming along in my life in the next 6 to 12 to 15 months? And how does the number 122 define the picture? Oh. So the backstory here is around the turn of the last century, my great grandfather built a house in Cheyenne or had a house built and uh -huh. its number was 122. Uh, in the 1930s, my grandfather for whom I'm named um, had a house built in a different part of Cheyenne, but its number was also 122. Now you think, well, this is random, weird family trivia but it was a couple of years after I moved into my present space. I live in a different state, but the place I live in is 122. <laughs> and I've thrown this number at the esoteric wall trying to get something to stick for a couple of years. And I keep thinking there's something to it. So. Did you figure it out I, yet? I, no, no. That's, that's why we're here and why I scored the, this appointment because I've, 
figure it very much has to do with my life and especially going forward. But yeah, yeah. I can't get the spaghetti to stick to the wall and hopefully you can provide the sauce. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, when that sort of thing happens, I've only seen that a couple of times, um, but when that kind of thing happens, typically that's you, your consciousness saying, I'm going to track myself through time and I'm, I'm going to have the same number come up in various lifetimes. Now there, people will say things like, well, Walt can't be his grandfather because he knew his grandfather. Right. That's not the case. I mean, that has no bearing because of the nature of consciousness, what you, what is possible. And I've, like I said, I've not seen this a lot, but I have seen it where somebody starts the next life before they're done with the first one. And that is one of the things I would say is you probably have some sort of past life connection with your grandfather. It could be that that's actually you. It could also be that you and he are moving through time together and are in some kind of relationship that has to do with learning, that has to do with um, expanding consciousness, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the 122, anything that's got a double number in it is fairly powerful. 22 is, you know, mastery of the world. Um, one is because I said so, you're making it happen <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and so be aware that as soon as you started talking about that number being in your grandfather's life and then um who else's house who's the second person great, great grandfather and grandfather oh wow so great and okay so I, I i i mean i i remember being around my grandfather when i was younger yeah but my great grandfather passed before i was born okay yeah then I would say you probably ought to go back and look at, did you have a past life as your great-grandfather? And you and your grandfather are tracking one another through time, and that's how you find one another, or recognize the connection, the, all the lives together is mm -hmm. through a number. People do that. Okay. So lovers do that a lot. Um, <laughs> sisters do that a lot. So, well, not a lot, it's, but those are the typical kinds of relationships that are really, they're very close. They're important. Um, so Does this have bearing on how my life rolls out in the next, I don't know, six to 12 to 15 months? Is there anything I told my people to let you know whatever you felt to know? Okay. Well, I think the thing that it always comes down to, you're the one making the decisions, you're in charge. So the 6, 12, 15 months kind of thing, you would be asking yourself, okay, what do I want? <laughs> Where am I going? Right. What am I going to make happen? That is really the, don't forget that it's you come here so that you can make a life so that you can enjoy you can sing dance work play argue fight make love laugh be silly whatever all of that is is really the joy and the especially the intensity of being in a physical life so it, it's a wonderful 
when we're here, we miss what we had there. And when we're there, we miss what we had here. That is and so true. We, and we keep trying to meld the two worlds together, but yeah. it's like a couple of magnets that don't want to go together. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God, that is so true. Um, yeah, we just, I, I think the goal, I've said it before, is really to expand the consciousness and the power that goes with that and still maintain that connection to the physical, which is so intense and so um, magnificent. Um, so, you know, fiddle around with your consciousness and have fun while you're doing it. Okay? Oh, I, I have been. Uh, life is a wonderful <laughs> ride uh, spent yeah. since the NDE and it's all just fun to yeah. fun to be here. Yeah, it is. You get this sense of there really is no death. There but, isn't. There's nothing. Yeah. yeah. But I don't really want to check out. I'm kind of invested in the present storyline right now. So kind of want to <laughs> stick around. Okay. Make something <laughs> happen. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Delia, you're next. And then Heather. And then now we can go back to Deanna if Deanna's ready. You ready? Okay, so let's do Delia, and then we'll go to Deanna, and then Heather. Okay, Delia, your turn. <laughs> Hi, Penny. Hello, hello. How so are I have you? A, I'm good, I'm good, and I wrote my question down, so it's fast. Okay. It's actually kind of similar to Walt's, uh, but okay. specific with one thing that, uh, one particular subject. So I want to know if, uh, what can you tell me, what do you see happening uh, if you, if you think I need to know anything, but in the near future, within the next six months or, or year or two years, um, in regards to my living situation, because, uh, in, uh, because I have plans in regards to that. So I'm just wondering okay. if you see obstacles or maybe, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be able to do what I have in mind and in regards yeah, living situation and my job. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, well, I do see obstacles. The first thing I saw was, oh, I, you know, it looks like you're moving. But then as soon as I saw that, it was like delays. Um, some of those delays, I'm going to say, look like they're political delays, not your politics. Not, you're not a politician, I don't think. <laughs> but yeah. the political situation is something of an obstacle temporarily and then that goes away and then there's some sort of financial obstacle and then finally there is the move so um oh, okay it, it looks like keep going with your plan and that it'll unfold but yeah I, you know um you, you so just have to get over a few bumps okay so i'll stay in the same place like for two like in the near future, no, I'll see. I saw you in a different place within about a year and a half, but there were um, within the next six months, I didn't see anything happening. Okay. Well, can I tell you what was my plan? I want to buy land. So, uh, and I have the money and everything, but I was, I don't know if you see that. I hope it's within six months or a year. Okay. But uh, I don't know where to buy it. That's the thing. That was the question. But I, but I, have, the, I have the means. So yeah. I'm just hoping to. If you see that, but maybe I mean, it's something that I can make myself. Of course, I can just buy anything, right? But uh, I want to make a good choice. Where would you like to be? I'm already somewhere that I kind of like in Texas in the Panhandle. And it's very okay. nice here, like very free. <laughs> yeah. You know? 
but I it's not. Yeah, it's beautiful. There's a canyon, but it's pricey. Kind of like selling it. Kind of, it's very expensive. What they're selling right now is very strange. Uh, the okay. houses, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I can stay. Maybe up into Oklahoma a little bit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind east. Yes, like going more east or that area. Well, that's okay. north. Obviously, Oklahoma's north. But yeah, yeah I'm open. Okay. All right. I'm um, open to look. The I had originally I was looking at prices. Um, you know, they're uh, ridiculous right now. They're so ridiculous. Um, and I thought, oh, they'll probably go down after the first of the year. They didn't go down nearly as much as I thought they would or should. Um, so, you know, at least they didn't get too much worse. So you're okay with whatever money you have. You know, you don't want to not buy because you're not sure. And then when you finally decide, oh, there's the spot. Now you can't afford it because prices have doubled or tripled. So, yeah. You don't see me going south because there's, I was thinking of some area. No? Okay. Oh, because there's some like cheaper land. I could see. um, They're in the Texas, but it's more like a little bit south and it's affordable. And it's a, but I don't know. Um. (laughs) You know, we'll I, I don't know much about Texas, but I'll tell you when you said a little bit south, there was a phrase that came up and it was, yeah. don't go any further south than David Koresh. Now, I don't know where David Koresh is or was, um, but that, you know, that might give you some idea. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah. Great. Thank you. I'll pay attention to that. Okay. Great. All right. <laughs> All right. Just curious about that. Um uh, Okay, very good. Buy something. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I see you growing stuff. So, okay. Growing Um, food, you mean? What's that? You see me growing food or something? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I want to do that. (laughs) Okay, Okay. all right. Go for that. Yeah. Okay, Uh, let's see. Dina, Deanna, Dina. Deanna, you're next. (laughs) Thank you, Penny. Okay, okay, so I just watched your look-see before we got on here. Oh, and yeah. I'm kind of feeling like I would love to know, okay. what do you think the layperson should be doing? Like, there's so much chatter out there. And if you were to say to somebody, right now, you need to do this, this, and this, because we know what's coming. Okay. Um. So I'm going to, I'll say this, um, I'm going to qualify it a little bit. Um, I don't think it's going to be as bad as it looks like it's going to be because there's so much happening under the surface that I'm going to say it this way. It looks like all the trouble, the really awful trouble peters out and people are waiting for some sort of big explosion it doesn't really happen um there's a few pockets of trouble here and there but it just the best way i can say it is that it comes to be a big uh nothing well it's not nothing but it it peters out and 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 we just kind of by the time we get to next may everybody's like you know, well, the trouble never materialized. There are troubles. 
there are some financial troubles. There are some food troubles, but it's not as much as people thought it would be. It's not as bad. Um, and, and I like that. I like that that keeps coming up to me. Um, not to say that there aren't some difficulties for uh, people in certain areas or pockets or certain families who lose people, um, you know, and then there's big trauma and tears and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it like I'm, in, I'm in St. Louis area. Okay. Um, does that feel, it feels pretty stable to me. I don't okay. know. It seems stable to you. Thought. Yeah. I would, St. Louis is uh, right there on the river. <laughs> yeah. so, it's right there by the, I don't like to be in an earthquake on top of an earthquake fault. And the Memphis, um, is it Memphis? Uh, is right down there by the New Madrid fault. Memphis mm. and St. Louis, the New Madrid fault is right between mm. those two. And um, so I'm not comfortable and I never discourage people from going to that area but yeah. uh, that's one of the areas that i have seen that's like it sinks just a little bit you know if it sinks on the east side of the river um it only has to sink two or three feet uh, and it causes a lot of trouble a lot of areas fill up with water that you know that were dry before um so there's that. Um, St. Louis and West looks really pretty good. Um, in terms of like what a lay person should be doing, you know, my answer is by God, do what you want. Mm -hmm. Do what you think is important for you to be doing and do it as if nothing bad is going to happen. And that is what makes nothing bad happen yeah. Does that, did i say that correctly <laughs> yeah you one, one thing i mean we're we're gonna know they're not gonna brush under the rug to everybody what's been going on right like when you say nothing's gonna happen like are we um, as a collective gonna know uh well the people that know already know <laughs> there's some people who aren't gonna know they aren't going to want to know. They aren't going to care. But that's a very small percentage of people. I'm going to say it's less than 10% of the population. 90% is going to know. And that, but that's not, that all that does is get people to the point where they say, that's it, I'm done. And they will absolutely not cooperate with the powers that be anymore. Um, and that, and the powers that be, one of the things I saw in the look-see was that they were like being taken out piece by piece or person by person, very quietly. Um, some big, big names and are, are disappearing or well-known names, maybe not, well, they're, they're big if they're well-known, but um, that continues and I think that's why the whole thing sort of peters out. So, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, my story of the, the snow. Every day we built a barn. We're trying to put a roof on the barn and it's already December and it's snowing every day and it's dangerous up there on that roof, way up there. 
slippery, icy, and so I made a deal with the snow. And they, the deal was, if we see you out there every day by 10 o'clock in the morning, we will not snow. There will be no snow. And so we got out there, even though it was cold at 10 in the morning and, and frosty and still slippery. Um, and it took two weeks of going out there, you know, every day, um, working with frozen fingers and, you know, tools and shingles that split because they're not very flexible when it's cold. Um, and so in the long run, you know, we finally finished, I don't know, December 21st or 23rd or something. And I said to the snow, okay, it started snowing and it snowed for three days. We were absolutely snowed in. And we've had other deals like that. If, you know, would you hold off until I'm done with whatever, or we are finished with this harvest or that, or, um, and, and it's that kind of deal, that kind of accommodating that the world does when they see us moving ahead, like we're doing this, we're doing this, you know, come on, come along with us, that kind of attitude, um, instead of cowering, I just, you know, I just want to spank some of the people I see out there talking nowadays, it's like, shut up you know, you're just making it worse. Why do you keep blabbing on about this? Get, you know, take a stand, give them the finger if you want to do something and turn away and go do, go wash your socks for Christ's sakes, go make a quiche or go do something um, that is good and helpful and do it with the idea that you are, if you're baking a quiche, that you're baking a new world. You put new ingredients together and you're, you're making something new. You're nurturing the world. All of that goes into that soup makes a huge difference. We do not need to suffer like everybody's talking about suffering. So I hope that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, who's next here? Heather. Heather and then Jasna and then Josie. Um, Heather, where are you? There you are. Okay. Hi, Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it's such a treat to be here tonight. And I am beyond sure. thankful that I stumbled onto you. Um, it's been oh. only recently, but um, okay. if you put it out there, I have I have gobbled it up. So <laughs> okay. um, right. I have a thousand questions because I want to know everything. But I think my big question is, I, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm on a path. I'm on a track. Um, but then sometimes I don't. And, um, okay. so, so my background, um, I'm a chemist, um, turned teacher and, um, more recently I've, I've turned to my passion to health. Oh, so before the world went sideways, totally. Um, I started yeah. health coaching after I went through my own health journey. I studied functional nutrition. Um, I've been awake to the, to the healthcare issues, um, for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until the spring of 2020 when, um, the rest of my world came crashing down when I, like, I feel like I woke up in a snap of a finger and saw the world very differently. <laughs> Okay. Um, just like everybody else, right? Um, yeah. Every single one of the rabbit holes, I'm I'm open to possibilities of of anything, and I you know I can't I can't learn enough at this point. And there's not yeah. enough hours in the day to learn it all. 
So um, everything feels so new and, and um, but yet, but not like I, I have a lot to learn. Um, and I'm just, I'm so all over the place. I'm not sure where to focus. So I don't even know if, if um, I'm on the right path, if I am um, meant to do this, if, you know, I'm, I've got a pull to just leave everything behind and, and um, learn about health and um, energy and healing. Um, That's really good. Um, you know, I was just talking with my daughter today. Um, she's a nurse educator down at Columbia in Columbia, Missouri. And, um, and she's, you know, I don't want to get her in trouble, but she said, Oh my God, I don't know if I can do this anymore. It is, um, you know, in the vernacular, a shit show kind of thing. Nobody knows what anybody else is doing. Nobody understands what's happening. Um, and she said, it's nobody cares. That is the problem she's having. People don't care. She said, they're only here for a paycheck and she cares. And that is just driving her up the wall. So, um, what she's talking about doing, what she sees is that there's hardly anybody coming into medicine. There aren't enough. And I said that it's not, it's not going to survive in its current form. So why would anybody go into that, um, that mess right now? And when there's a whole new medical system forming. And so when you ask, are you on track? And then you say you've been down all these rabbit holes. Um, it's like, yeah, keep going, keep going. Because what you're weaving is this fabric or this tapestry of a whole new vision of how healing could happen, um, how people could be treated, um, how they could be um, actually made much better instead of just covering up symptoms. They actually heal. Um, and there's a lot of what I would call health coaching teaching that really has to happen. Um, when I went to see Dr. Gonzalez for the first time before, um, you know, before, when I was first dealing with arthritis, <clears throat> he said to me, <coughs> I only want to deal with people who want to do the work. I'm going to take time. And he did. I was the only person in his office for like two and a half hours. And the whole staff was focused on, you know, me and what I was doing. And um, they were getting me information and just all kinds of stuff. And um, he went through all this stuff. And that was two days in a row, two hours, two and a half hours. And um, when we got all done, he said, okay. You got all the paperwork, you got all the information, you've got the recording of our conversation, you've got this, you've got that, you've got your um, an understanding of what's going on in your body, go home and heal. Send me out the door. And I think that that's really, um, he said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bothering with people who aren't willing to do the work. We're not covering up stuff here. And I, I was like, Okay, well, that's why I came to you. You're the only one that I knew of that was having people who had cancer heal, um, and it didn't come back again. How was that happening? I thought, you know, well, he ought to be able to heal arthritis. Um, and, and it wasn't him, it was his knowledge. And so what you're talking about is taking that chemistry, that understanding 
of how things work um, and or how they interact and then becoming a teacher and then becoming a health coach. And that is exactly what where the medical field is going. So keep going with that. Um, the rabbit hole, all the rabbit holes, um, they're just going to end up filling in all the reasons why the new medical system is the way it is. And so if you don't have that in your back pocket, um, you won't be quite as effective. So keep going with the rabbit holes as well. Um, okay. Because what that builds is an understanding that I really only want to be in that new world. I really only want to work in that new world. So, um, you know, you're on track. Great. Is it? The focus is all over, but that's only until you begin to integrate and you're not quite there yet. So just keep going, gathering information, you know, all that stuff. Do I work on my own? Do I, do I, um, you know, team up with, with, um, for now you're on your own. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and that may be the case for eight more months yet. Um, and then it begins to, um, it looks like you start out, uh, I'm going to use the word accidentally. Um, somebody asks you for some help and then says, what do I owe you? And you're like, oh, is this how it happens? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But this is what, November, so like next summer. Um, it starts to take shape. And you may find yourself actually working with a couple of other people. Um, I would recommend that you maintain relationships with somebody who has an interest, deep interest in some other aspect of, of healing than what you have. Does that make sense? So then you share information. Awesome. Great. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. thank you. It's good to know that it's not all been for nothing. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. No, right. you thank will you. have your your biggest trouble is going to be charging people for what you do. So um, just be aware that that's you get over that, um, and that's a slow process. And that's you know all the medical stuff is a hands down piece of cake financial you're gonna you're gonna like stumble a little bit okay like you know me or something <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah believe in yourself all right okay. we'll do thank you all right you're welcome uh let's see jasna's ipad and then josie and then karen um where's jasna there she is hello hello hang on you gotta unmute there you go. <laughs> okay. Nice All to right. meet. You. I have a great respect for my work. Um, my, I'm first time here. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. question on uh, my date of birth is January 16, 52. 52. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, 60, 17. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably you have something to say about that, about like, um, I live in Philadelphia. 
Bethany, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking to relocate, but really don't know where. Leaning towards South Florida. Okay. <laughs> no, it's the right place to go because I'm by myself. My husband passed away. Oh. Okay, sir. Oh, ah, uh, uh. yeah. okay. I can and put you. Well, hang on one second. I um, when let's just stick with Florida for a minute. That's actually a good place for you. Um, that's there's a there's a whole bunch of. I'm just going to say a whole bunch of changes coming at you, um, and coming at your location. I. I don't know anything about Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, but there's uh, big changes coming for that area. So uh, you might do much better in Florida. Um, and all along, Georgia is also good for you. Um, so you could stop in Georgia and just, just settle there. But um, all along I that southern coast. They are willing to help me to find a place to. Okay. Oh, uh, that's great. Okay. Um, your numbers. Uh, I'm going to say something about your 1952. That adds up to an eight, I believe. Um, one plus nine is ten, and five is fifteen, and two more is seventeen, and one plus seven is eight. So that's the number of starting over. And sometimes it's a, a cha- it's a challenge. It's kind of a, like, I'll say a curse. <laughs> Not really a curse, but it feels like a curse. Um, yeah, but for when it's paired with a seven, um, then that starting over is, is more of a capacity than a curse. It's like, uh, you know, you can start over and you are, you would have a much easier time than you think you would starting over because the seven is the traveler, the person who moves around the face of the planet with smoothness and grace. So that's a nice set of numbers. The one is the person who gets it done. Um, the boss, the manager, the supervisor, the bullheaded, you know, because I said so kind of person. So, um, so don't hesitate to go somewhere. Florida is good. Georgia is good. And also, um, uh, what is it? Right. Whatever that place right next to Texas, not in Texas, is that Mississippi? No, that's Louisiana. Um, that also is good. Not right down on the coast, but up in the Northern part of Louisiana. So, um, yeah, when I put you along the coastline, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you, I don't, well, okay. So, so what else? Anything else? Let me not complicate things. Yeah. Oh, I have something on my face here that used oh. to be just a light brown and start sort of the spot, but it's not the same level as the skin. It's not a skin level, so some kind of tumor. Is it underneath? And, uh, Is it kind of a bumpy thing? It's above skin level. Okay. All right. If it is some sort of little tumor or cyst or 
um, you know, some sort of sebaceous gland that has gotten infected and then hardened, um, the best thing you can do is to just kind of rub it in, you know, 20 times wow. in one direction, 20 times in the other direction, every morning and every night, the stimulation brings circulation. If it's a cyst or it's a gland thing or a sinus thing, then it will begin to dissipate. If it's a tumor, it'll get irritated and it'll get a little bit bigger and then it'll go down. So, um, but you should be checking to see that you're taking some supplements that are really important um, and, that, and that your body's inflammation level is not up there. It should not be, it shouldn't be well, anywhere close to nine. I don't know if you have a doctor that, you know, you could go to and say, okay, I want a full chemical scan of my blood. And they do I blood tests. Uh, so the shot? Cannot, yeah. We yeah. cannot access any medical facility if we are not back. So I don't oh, have wow. a I have insurance and everything, but it's not. Fun. Don't get that shot. You know, just, <laughs> I, I, yeah. my father got two shots and passed away years ago. And, and my grandfather, actually, I have history of my family that we don't do well shots, so I wouldn't touch. Now, I don't blame you. Good for you. Okay, so in that case, um, what you might want to do is put some baking soda into olive oil or castor oil. And okay. then... Put it, put it on your face and leave it on overnight and do that every day, every night, rather. Um, the baking soda breaks down any kind of tumor. It also breaks down cysts and other things. Um, and the oil keeps the baking soda from drying out too much so that it's still active. Just keep putting it on there. That'll take maybe a couple months. You should also, you know, consider reviewing your uh, supplements. You, you know, you need all the amino acids and you need iodine. Um, and that's because you'll form cysts and tumors without iodine. So um, there's a book that I would recommend everybody read. It's by Dr. David Brownstein. He's a holistic doctor here in Michigan. Um, the book is uh, titled Iodine, Why You Can't Live Without It. And it's, it is just, it's critical for any, for any kind of health. Um, so, yeah, maybe get that. It's easy reading. He's a good writer. He makes it simple for lay people to understand. It's great. He's got like nine books and each one addresses a critical piece of understanding that people can use to heal themselves. So consider that. So I think it's on Amazon. Okay. Thank All you right. very much. You're welcome. Thank okay. You. Penny, uh, sorry to interrupt you. I just want to mention a few people came in late. So um, just a reminder, some of you are new and some of you have been here before that you need to raise your virtual hand if you have a question for Penny. So just yeah. so you know that if you have any, if you need any help, just open up the chat box and I can chat with you to let you know. And um, is it me or does uh, Jasna share your birthday? You're born on the same day. 
Yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Very good. Yeah, I think that's a really special birthday. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, who is next here? Josie, and then Karen, and then Renee. Uh, Josie, where are you? Hi there. Oh, there you are. Okay. Well, hello there. Long time no see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I can go into dream analysis uh, or looking at my financial situation. I'm torn okay. between the two. So what do you think? Oh, I don't know. Where's your heart at? Dream analysis. <laughs> okay. Do the dream thing. So is it, is it better to go, you know, since my most significant, you know, recent analysis by you, um, is it better to go to a most, like my last, last night's kind of dream or most significant one about beginning of November? Um, I would say uh, the one you had last night. Okay. Would be more relevant, but then the one in at the beginning of November, maybe for another time, okay. that is, sheds light on the two that well, the one from yesterday and then the one tonight. So yeah, the beginning of November is really uh, an experience with my dad, so I feel it's like separate from the issue that you know we okay. were exploring. So I'm going to go with the one last night. It's not too long. I'll just read it. Okay, just uh, read the whole thing through. Okay, so this guy that I know uh, comes to repay me a debt that I forgot that he owed me. He hands me the money in cash and I take it. And then we take out these bags of bagels and we place them standing up rather neatly in two clean garbage bins in front of my old, I call it RDP house because it was in this neighborhood I used to call, where I used to live called Riviera de Prairie, RDP. And we know that they're gonna be retrieved later. Um, these um, these bagels. So then we leave the door next to the garage. It's like there's a garage door and next to it, there's a door that you can go in. We'll leave that door open. And then I worry that someone's uh, come in and stolen the money that was stashed inside the house. So I rush in to check and carefully open up this usual drawer and look at the top secret compartment where the money is usually hidden. And here it's there and I'm really relieved. A child tries to come into the room, but I quickly rush to keep him out. And then it shifts and I hear a knock at my present apartment door and I look through the peephole and I see a lady that is selling things. And I tell her, go away, uh, just through the door. I'm not interested. She's, she asked me to open the door because she wants to just show me what she's selling. So reluctantly, I open the door and she immediately sticks her foot in and tries to push her way in. I try to push her back to keep her out, but she's like too strong and she pushes back harder and we're struggling. And at some point I realized I'm not able to fight her this way because she's really big. She's like, she has a big fat body. So I resort to poking her in the eye with my finger to push her out. Oh, wow. And then I wake up not knowing if I was able to get her out or not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, so the, the whole dream overall, wait, let me clarify something. After you got the cash, what did you say about bagels? Something okay. about bagels? So I, I take the cash and then like I kind of turn over and we take these bags of bagels out and we place them standing up like in a bag neatly in two rather clean garbage bins in front of the old RDP house. So we okay. take the bagels out and we just 
put them there knowing that we're going to go back and these bagels are like important because we're going to retrieve them later. So we kind of just leave them there. Okay. Hmm. And then, and then, uh, okay. So the, so a couple of things that I'll say, um, overall, it's a dream about struggling with the, uh, a version of yourself who's big and heavy and fat, um, which means usually heavy handed, um, heavy hearted, uh, heavy bodied, slow to move as a result. Um, and she's got her foot in your door. And you have something of value, and you know it, that's the cash, okay? You also have something else that you have, uh, that you've set aside that you want to go back and get later, and that's the bagels. And bagels are an ethnic uh, food. So it's, they symbolize uh, feeding or connecting with some sort of ethnic community or ethnic ideals or ethnic values and morals, um, something along those lines. And you have this uh, cash in a secret drawer and it's safe, etc. cetera. Um, so the, so you, you're dealing with, before you can use the cash or deal with the ethnic uh, nurturing, nurture the ethnic side of yourself or use that ethnic side to do something, you know, to how to live in the world or maybe you're going to teach something or whatever. Um, the Before you can do that, you have to deal with um, a big, powerful, heavy-duty woman and you poke her in the eye. Um, and that that means that she can't see anymore and that will disable her. But you then wake up before you find out if you have succeeded at that. So right. you're dealing with some aspect of yourself that is really um, pretty powerful and and that wants in that one. And you have obviously put somebody or disturbed, or maybe I did it yesterday. <laughs> maybe I disturbed that woman <laughs> yesterday. It stirred um, her up, that's for sure. It stirred yeah. her up. <laughs> yeah, so now you're trying to, um, you know, get away from her. And that's, um, that. It's, so this says, okay, you're making moves, but it's too soon yet to tell. There's, there's no new um, settling do you know what I mean? No new integration. And then you settle down with the new version of yourself that has a slightly different, doesn't have to be dramatically different, um, just a slightly different perspective, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So a, the dreams that are coming are, are unbelievable. Like it started flooding after intuition one, but let me tell you, now there's two, three every night and I'm, yeah. I write down three words and like it all floods back and, and I can right. see them really clearly. So that's pretty impactful. <laughs> and that little child that tries to come into the room and I rush him out. This is yeah. an ongoing theme, like a baby, usually a child, a boy child. And I'm like either trying to get him to go to sleep, trying to get him out. Like it's an ongoing recurring thing that child boy is that a part of me it's like an undeveloped male part or or something that i'm trying to bring into fruition because he's been there so many dreams it's incredible and so why are you trying to get rid of him 
I don't know. It's as if he's like in my way or he's not, I don't know. Instead of being like loving and nurturing, which, you know, my conscious mind thinks I should be, right? Yeah. I'm either like go to sleep, but I need you like to stay out of the way or something. We're okay. always in the struggle. Or I'm trying to get him dressed to go to school and he's not cooperating. We're locking heads continuously. Here I'm just tell him to rush out. But sometimes we're like really engaged in a power struggle and it's yeah. always a little child and he's usually a little boy. I used to think it was my younger son, but nah, I think it's uh -huh. some part of me. Yeah, I think it is. Um, a child almost always brings new perspective, new ways of doing things, um, new attitudes, maybe not well-developed, but still very fresh. So mm -hmm. next time you dream about him, Mm -hmm. um, tell him you want to get to know him and have the take charge of the dream and let it go in some new direction. So yeah, that's the fun part. Starting to tell myself, okay, you know, this is what I'd like to yeah. have revealed in the dream. So okay. that's uh, awesome. Thank you so much, Penny. As usual, you're welcome. Very good. Oh, you're just moving right along there, Josie. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> um, okay, Ren uh, Karen, and then Renee, and then Steve. So Karen is, where's Karen? Oh, there she is. Hi, Karen. Hi, Danny. It's so great to be back again. All right. Um, this question has to do with a number of experiences that I had between about 95 and, say, 2010. Uh, and I moved at 2010, and now I'm in a house with other people. Um, whereas before I was on my own and what would happen it's usually when I was going to sleep at night and uh, not at night sorry uh, afternoon snooze having a little afternoon nap and yeah. I would uh, I'd be in that half awake half asleep state and all of a sudden this amazing energy would happen and it would be like it would came with a sound and it was vroom, vroom. It was, that was the sound. And it was like my whole body felt like it was lighting up from inside. And it was like, just, woof, woof. and if I didn't jump into my mind and go, Oh, there's that cool thing. Um, I could actually be present with it. And it would, it would, um, it would pulsate. It would continue with this rhythm. But since I've moved and there are other people in the house, I, I guess I'm more guarded my thought right and I'm not allowing that in and I miss it so much and there was one time actually when it happened and it was off key it was off tone and it was it really worried me but then it came back quite quickly oh okay, uh, like, yeah I know I know it was like somehow I innately knew this was bad but I wanted your take on that and is there a way I can re-invite it into my world ah uh. I don't know about the re-inviting. You can re-invite. Mm -hmm. um, but when um, you make a really important point that you probably didn't even realize, when you're in a particular location, every spot on the earth has different energies that come out of the earth. Mm -hmm. That energy then interacts with the atmosphere, the energies in the atmosphere. So... There are places where the energy coming out of the earth is astounding. It has a huge impact on a particular individual because you and that kind of energy have a certain um, interaction or you respond to that in a way that is very profound. When that kind of thing happens, especially, it almost um, sounds like a diesel 
truck engine that's idling and it's you know run yeah yeah Yeah. and it's that's nicer (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not very good at going run run (laughs) um so but that's a, a kind of like a slow kundalini type wake up where your energy starts to move in ways that um that let you know you who i'm in here we are in here this is a possibility and we is just you know the rest of yourself Um, it's not really a spirit or an entity it's just your own self uh taking advantage of the energies in that time and place and introducing themselves to your body allowing your body to shift into that is wonderful Mm-hmm. Um, you end up a little more intuitive, maybe a little more sensitive, mm-hmm. a little more aware that, whoa, something unusual is happening here. Um, and that energy, when that lights up, it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. something that you would miss or that you would not be aware of. So mm-hmm. um, that it's a gift. Of, from the universe <laughs> or it's a, a gifted interaction between yourself and the universe so um just count your lucky stars that you even had that and as far as like trying to make it happen again or inviting it um do some breath work get into go take a nap in the afternoon and do some breath work and then fall asleep mm-hmm. you know maybe do breath work for half an hour if you can scrounge out an hour <laughs> and then mm-hmm. fall asleep for an hour and see if you can sort of make space for that to come back again. Okay, thank you. Oh. You just tweaked another memory. Um, when I'm in that half awake sleep, half half awake, half asleep state. state yes. Um, <laughs> if I hear a sound, I actually feel that sound, and it has a similar feeling. It's like, and it it it, it it's yeah. quite shocking. It but is it's sort of similar. Is that? A, same thing that's the that you probably have quite a bit of clairaudience naturally in your system i feel sounds yeah yeah yeah. all of them it's we're feeling creatures feeling is primary and when there's a sound and it's a sudden sound um could be just this little tiny squeak or crack or snap in the wall i'm like (laughs) what was that um if i'm in a quiet state or doing breath work um and i will feel that before i hear it yeah 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 Yeah. so that's you picking up shifts in the energies or in the uh, the pattern of frequencies around you so um you know build on that just a little bit practice putting your ears your inner ear across town what's happening here what's happening there mm-hmm. and just um you know invite knowing let yourself know okay thank you so much yeah good for you that's a very good it. sign Appreciate more is that. more is possible <laughs> so cool. thank you okay uh let's see renee and then steve and then cindy so hello hello renee Hi, gosh, this feels like deja vu, you know? I know. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Certainly um, is. I would appreciate it if you could take a look at my daughter for me. Um, 
Okay. She's had an issue for the last couple of months that seems to have uh, been initiated by a tick bite. Um, just, it was a real, she just noticed it in the shower, a really tiny, tiny little thing. I mean, not bigger than a seed. Oh, and we have no idea. I mean, she's got a dog. So, but anyway, um, and so I was able to get it out and it popped right out. And, you know, we put uh, antiseptic and all that stuff on it and didn't yeah. think too much of anything about it because it was so small. Uh, but anyway, about three weeks later, she started getting a rash on her, uh, on her chest. And it's for the last six weeks, it's just progressed. And uh, it's not the typical Lyme thing um, at all. Uh, it's, it's just kind of a small bumpy thing, but then there's also some small pustules, but now it's like all over her face and all of her neck. She did after about uh, a month into that, um, go to a, an urgent care place because for right now, I mean, almost no doctors taking new patients. It's just yeah. ludicrous. And she's very allopathic, which I'm like, so the other way, so I, I'm trying to let her do this on her own, but she's having a difficult time getting appointments uh, anyway. So aside from that, she's also extremely fatigued. And uh, when she did go to the urgent care place, again, this was about a month after the rash started, he gave her a uh, 10 day doxycycline and said, oh no, it is Lyme disease, but they didn't do any blood work or anything like that. So it's just like, yeah, right. So she did finally get, yeah, another week or so later, was able to get an appointment. But this doctor was like, well, it's not, you have no fever, it's not itching, but it's, it's progressing. So all she did was refer her to a dermatologist and they have yet to call her back to try to get an appointment. Now this, it's all over her body. This has been for six weeks. I initially thought, well, maybe it's just gonna progress wow. and it's gonna move out of her body. But now my concern is that because she's got some other health issues that it's that it could be immunog immunological and could be going into her joints. I mean, I try not to let my mind go that way, but after doing so much medical coding all these years, it's like <laughs> you kind of, you know, you just got to shut it down because you're like, oh, I know what could happen. Um, and then the other thing that started about a week ago is now she has a left eye twitch that is not letting up. So now I'm going, well, maybe we need to go see a neurologist. I don't know. Um, so if you could take a look at that. And the other thing I'm hoping is that maybe this is something that a frequency um, could work with like the BCX. And if so, you know, what type of equipment do you have? And if it is Lyme, which she doesn't think it is, I don't really think it, it it's not because it doesn't look like it. And it's, but and the rash doesn't itch. It's not it and the doxycycline didn't do anything. So no fever, no anything. And but to the, the fatigue, the fatigue is what really bothers me because she's really, really tired. Okay. Um ticks are hosts to an entire range of organisms. Yeah. And the, you know, the Lyme spirochete is only one. Um, but if it, if it was rickettsia um, mm -hmm. or valley fever, or, you know, there's like a half a dozen okay. different rash type things that you get from ticks. And uh, the only way that I know of to get rid of those is, is a combination of a parasite program, because those are parasites, 
Um, and that's another thing. Ticks have just a, an amazing array of parasites that they will gift you with. But yeah. the, when you have those rashes um, that move across the body uh, and the fatigue, um, it, that's, that's like, that's a tick-borne disease. It is an organism that gets in, it multiplies, takes about six weeks. Um, yeah. So there she is. The BCX does have frequencies specifically for that mm -hmm. um, because those are such common things, such okay. common problems. Um, it's a custom program in, on the BCX. Okay. Um, Program number 14, 15, 16, uh, 17, something like that. There's a bunch of them. Um, and and they, um, let's say that you get one of these organisms and it starts to spread. Mm -hmm. um, if you have encountered anything else like um, herpes simplex one, cold right. source, yeah. or um, any other bacteria, uh, they carry all the sorts of bacteria, ticks yeah. do. Um, then those move, they get into the system, they get into the blood, they get into the lymph. Right. Uh, then you have the, it spreads over the whole body. So um, I would say the left eye twitch, that's a signal all by itself. I would say that she might really want to consider an investment in a BCX. Um, okay. The other is a, a parasite program by Dr. Hulda Clark. Um, yeah, I just started that. Yeah, and I mean that's yeah. She that's, she won't she won't go there. I, I shouldn't say that, you know, but she's not at the point to where there's a last resort type of thing, which is yeah. unfortunate. Which is unfortunate, and and again, it, it's just so upsetting because okay. the physicians, just, you know, you, you try to talk to the physicians about something besides just surface I know. I know i mean they mean well and they certainly have an amazing oh, for sure. of, of things that they know how to do but sometimes it's not the right category of stuff right, right. Um, and right. so then right. they do what they can but it's not the right right thing. so on the bcx um is there a base model like that you that you have purchased and then you just get the custom programs or, or uh, you no, you get the custom programs with that base model. Okay. Okay. You get fancier equipment where you can fill your whole room. But the base, um, I think the base machine is around two thousand five hundred, two thousand six hundred, eight hundred. Okay. Okay. Something like that. It's okay. not cheap, but by God, it's really worth it. No, no, I know. And years ago, I mean, God, 10, 12, 15 years ago, there was a, um, I was working with a couple of people that had frequency things with worked with a, a computer. And I want to say the BIOS XC, oh. you know, yeah. and that one. And then there was another one that I, because um, I worked for a, um, a uh, an acupuncturist and she purchased something was like 10 grand. And this was like a refurbished right. one. And it could actually go back into the lineage and determine when depression occurred and when all these other things occurred. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And then there were uh, a system of um, almost like flower essences, but they weren't flower essences. They yep. were frequency medicine. Um, I right think now. she's talking, just to know, I think she's talking about the Beacom because the Beacom machine does that. 
Okay. The real, like the real, it's like $50,000. Yeah, I don't remember $100,000. Oh, the Become machine does that. It goes back into your history and it could tell you exactly oh, wow. what she's talking about. Yeah. Okay. What, what, is that, what is that again, Daphne, the Become? Uh, well, that's the Become. It's a German machine. Okay. Um, and I spoke to you a little bit about that. The person that the machine I have worked with the Become machine for like, I don't know, 30 years. And then he started wow. the Bakayan. And I sent you the link for wow. that, what he started. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. But uh, the BCOM is $100,000 if you buy both oh, programs. Okay. You have to go see a practitioner. But I mean, yeah. the BPX machine could, could actually do a lot for you as well for $2,500. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, if, if my silver goes up, then maybe I could get the other stuff. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Okay, okay. So, oh, shoot. Overs. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's, um, try not to worry. Don't worry. Just no. know that there are solutions. She'll get to the point that she's ready to try something different. And then you can say, well, you know, yeah. Uh, did you, would you consider this? Yeah. It's the fatigue. It's the fatigue too. That's, that's really bad. So anyway. Okay. Thank you. I really appreciate the information. Okay. As All always, right. These are so, so entertaining and so informative. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow. Yeah, daughters, uh, they give us gray hair. Uh -huh. oh, gosh. Okay, Steve, you're next, and then Cindy, and then Richard. So go ahead. Hello. Hey, Penny. Hey. <laughs> How are um, you? You good? Doing well. Actually doing pretty well. Okay, well. very good. Um, I wrote this down so I can actually remember it and get through it. Um, okay. Well, you've said... That many times when you do readings, you often perceive quite a bit, but if they don't ask, you don't necessarily share. That's right. Well, I'm asking. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Indeed. So, um, for much of my life, I've wrestled with what I can only describe as a wound in the soul of my heart. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, it's sort of like a, a a post-traumatic stress, but yep. it has no relationship in this life. I know. That I can find, you know. Yeah. Um, the best of my understanding, my awareness, seems to be associated with the massacre of my people. Yeah. <sighs> There's, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Take a breath. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, yeah. There seems to be a, um, a bitterness associated with it, as though it's operating in the service of the light, and uh, okay. things didn't go well, and my people died. Yeah. Um, I have a sense of guilt and responsibility about the occurrence. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to understand more about this, so I can work at healing this wound and pull that separated part of me back in, okay? You know, okay. recover it. Associated with that, perhaps, um, I have a conscious remembrance of having a lot of shamanic abilities, co-location, shape-shifting in a good way, uh, seeing through animals. In this life, it's, I know all this, but it's like I just can't quite remember the perceptual trick to drop back into it, okay? Um, so I'm wondering whether I've transgressed against the ethical laws of shamanism, my ability has been shut down or removed. Did, oh, good. 
uh, you know, did the soul wounding, did I get so angry and uh, so much anger and pain that I acted out poorly? Um, maybe, maybe, I do not know. Anyways, any insights? I don't know if I can say it without crying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me too. Um. Okay, there's, there's not, I, first of all, I'm going to say something about your comment about bitterness. It isn't bitterness, it's impatience. It's impatience okay. um, at, a, at a civilizational level, and, <laughs> uh, and it's really deep. It's very deep. And so I'll just share what I've seen. Okay. Um, you have been, you were in Northern Europe. I don't know what exactly the time was, but um, they, like a commander or a, you know, an uh, army guy, some sort of general. Um, and massive hordes of people coming in and just wiping out one town after the next one and wiping out the entire civilization. And 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 that you know there was nothing you could do at that point um and the result for you was this gaping wound of feeling like you it was your fault that i that wound i think has been there for a long time and i've noted um in other tea and consciousness things that you come very close to you know, to something coming up about that wounding, trying to be patient with the change that's happening and and feeling like you're here to support the change to that new earth as a way of making up, of making sure that people get through the attacks that are happening now um, that are coming from you know, the government, the medical field, everywhere. Um, and financial, the whole thing. And you're, you're like, I'm going to stabilize myself. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to have everything I need. And I'm going to be able to take care of people if they come to me, if they need me. And that has been your modus operandi for quite a long time. And it's unfolding so slowly <laughs> that you get worn out waiting to see, do you need me? Um, can I make up for what I couldn't do before? There's no need to make up for before, but the heart, once you open the heart and you love your people, you're going to suffer. Um, right along with them. Yes. So, um, you know, when I first saw that, I thought, hmm. I see what he's doing. Um, hang on a second. Yeah. So um, the the goal, I think, for you is to um, just be patient. It's just to trust that maybe it's not going to be as bad this time. Yeah. And that you're holding that space has helped that, has helped to make it not as bad this time. And that's a, you know, like a warm fuzzy for your heart. Um, it's a relief for your mind. It's something that you can say, okay, I did what I could. And, um, and it'll be all right. 
um, yeah, maybe we'll lose a few people, but it's not going to be the wholesale slaughter that it was before. So, yeah. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank it, it you. It's more understanding. Thank you. We do what we can. Yeah. That, um, that whole that whole need to love people and and be loved by them that was the thing that you they loved you um and you couldn't do anything it just there wasn't enough of you to go around yeah so that's hard to deal with it's a little it's a it leaves a big hole in your heart and it leaves this feeling of I need to develop myself I need to um you know be more shamanic I need to whatever um just so that you can be powerful enough to never have to see that again so okay yeah yeah actually okay. I am <laughs> yeah Thank you. okay yeah yeah Thank you for being here. <laughs> so, um, okay, let's um, move on. I'm not going to have any. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see who's next. Cindy, and then Richard, and then Tatiana. Oh, Tatiana. <laughs> um, okay, Cindy, go ahead. It's your turn. Okay. Hi, Penny. Well, following that, uh, I was. Okay. Um. I, so I, my question okay. is about healing from life trauma. Oh, so okay. this is it's like following Steve. I'm like, oh no, should I even ask this? <laughs> All but, right. You know, but maybe he just queued it up, right, for me. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> So, so yeah, um, I feel like my life's just been a series of traumas, <laughs> and, you know, one after the other, and, um, like, uh, and, and I, you know, my birth numbers, I've listened to you talk about birth numbers and mine are, you know, I 12, 20, 66. And so it's like a three, two, 11. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I know the three kind of, you know, you repeat yourself over and over again, but I keep praying for gentler lessons because <laughs> it's just been tough. So, um, like, yeah, but it leads to inner strength. Okay, because... It's okay, like, just keep your Kleenex. Yeah, I got my Kleenex. Um, I'd lend you mine if I was a little closer. <laughs> like, um, like, from 9 to 13, my father molested me. And then I married very young. And um, sure. as a teenager, I married very young as a teenager. And for eight years, I was physically abused by my spouse oh dear i divorced him and i married another man who was fabulous wonderful but he had a drinking problem oh and dear. after 20 years i gave him an ultimatum that if he drank again i would divorce him and he committed suicide by shooting himself in front of me in our bedroom oh my god and uh Oh, geez, I guess. And I'm, I'm, you know, um, 
I'm married again now. And I'm not saying my whole life has been horrible. It's because there's been a lot of good too. I know. But, you know, the, the molesting stuff that happened left me with PTSD around the medical profession because of things that happened back then. I totally dissociated my feelings towards medical interventions. And so this last year and a half with what's been going on has been, it's it's almost, it's just as bad. Like now my employer's trying to, you know, inject me with stuff and it feels like they're trying, they want to rape me. Right. (laughs) That's how I'm taking it in my own feelings. And um, every time I see people with masks on, I just can't stand it. So I've been isolating in my house. And meanwhile, you know, my, my new spouse and you picked up on this in earlier readings, but my new spouse and, and my 33 year old son who lives with me, can't stand each other (laughs) like they haven't talked to each other for a year even though we live in the same house Uh, and um and it's it's funny I feel guilty because uh it's it's like over me like my son feels like my husband doesn't treat me right my husband feels like my son doesn't treat me right so they're pissed at each other (laughs) so um you're the excuse yeah they're using you yeah yeah but I just, you know, when does it, how do you get over it? Like we talk about wanting to build our consciousness and with all these other things going on, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm like like the whole world is abusive right now. (laughs) It is. That's a very accurate perception. And And it's not a joke. It's not, I mean, it's serious stuff. I think we're going to have to heal teens and kids and young people for the next three generations. And I guess to top it off, my dog is dying right now. My dog of 15 years, he's, um, oh, he stopped gosh. eating two days ago. And okay. I know we're, I know we're losing him. And so I'm just emotional today. And, um, but any advice on how to heal? Where do you even get started with this stuff, you know? Um, okay. When you have so much, it's too much to, to make a decision about. If there was only one thing, that would that's where you would start. Um, if it were me, I would say, okay, um, self, you've got all these things that still hurt. Um, the goal, I want to heal. I, I, that's my goal. Um, And so I would then invite my consciousness to present me with the first insight, the first dream, the first uh, like being drawn, like, let's start with this one. Let's deal with this one. Um, And the part of the goal is going to be to see what happened differently. And in order to do that, you have to figure out what was the gift in each one of those things that happened. Um, what was the knowledge? What's the long-term shift or change in your core self? If you can identify that, you can begin to see the trauma as, yeah, that happened, but this was the gift. And you, and you have to then write about that gift or make something or plant a f- 
potted plant or bake a cake or, you know, sew something or do your hair differently for a week or, or whatever as a symbol of that new core self. Does that make sense? So you, you invite, you get the, the insight and the gift, and then you turn that into some type of action that acknowledges that. And then you rest for a little while because there might be six more things to come down the pike that you have to deal with. It's a slow process. Don't be in a hurry. You come to this life, we're always in a hurry. For what? <laughs> you know, why are we hurrying? It's, it, life is meant to be enjoyed. When people do those kinds of things in front of you, um, then there's usually something more than one something that you have uh, to learn about choosing people, assessing people, giving yourself away to people, tr you know, trusting people, etc. There's all sorts of those kinds of lessons. Um, so some of those gifts are going to be insight, um, trust, uh, you know, all that. Um, breath work is another thing that I would recommend, um, you know, go in, go back to the experience and experience it fully while continuing to breathe your way through and it just loses its power. It just, um, and you may cry out, you may, you know, feel the full brunt of that emotion you know, how dare you or, you know, who do you think you are to a husband that's beating you or whatever. Um, you just go back to that whole thing um, and you breathe your way through it and it loses, like I said, it loses its, its oomph. You'll still be able to look at it. It won't create a feeling of PTSD. It's like, yeah, that happened. It's almost like it happened to somebody else, though. That's how much it loses its power. Um, and then the third thing I would say would be, um, you know, keep inviting consciousness to guide you through the healing process. Keep up with the breath work and then consider, um, I call it building a new self. Literally decide, okay, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be reborn today. Um, what's today? Um, 11 15, uh, 2021. This is my new birth date. I'm going to add a sound or I'm going to add a letter to my name. Or, you know, I'm going to cut my hair off or I'm going to let it grow from this point on or I'm going to whatever. I'm going to put up something on my bedroom wall or my living room wall that symbolizes a new way of seeing the world, a new something. Could be a mirror, could be a painting. Um, etc. Do something, several somethings that mark in with action that decision to build a new self, and then slowly start building. We build alternative selves all the time. Why not build one consciously? That's what you want it to be. So, okay, okay. That's a lot. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to be trying to do on your own. Do you have some support? Do you have somebody? Um, not really, it sounds uh, like. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
I'll make a suggestion. Um, it, this is going to sound like I'm just selling my class, but I'm thinking it might be really good for you to do some guided imagery and you don't know, get into one of my classes. But that's those are expensive. They're not cheap. Um, but the um, guided imagery portions okay. of transform people. Is that the uh, one you're starting up again in January? Uh, yeah, there is one in January. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. Um, guided imagery is another option. That's very few people know how to use that well, but when you know how to use it, wow. <laughs> okay. Right. So, okay. All right. Real okay. good. Hang Thanks. in there. Okay. Yeah. Go slow. Cry. I'm sure I you am. cried. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, life is rough sometimes. Wow. Um, okay, so Richard, you are next. Go ahead, Richard. Hello, uh, my second time here. Nice to see you again. Yeah, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> From last time. Uh, what okay. happened between last time and this time, I, my employer, if I'm not um, by yeah. January 4th, I will be booted. <laughs> so at first I freaked out. Now I'm like, oh, well, we'll see. I don't, I don't want to stay here um, the way things are going. Very good. Wow. Can you lend some of that strength to everybody else? <laughs> um, I, uh, well, my recommendation is to freak out. Freak out for a little bit. I did too. I was like, what? No, I can't. And then I keep, I always keep a uh, part of myself that I'll get the jab, maybe the one jab, but there, you know, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but I, I allow myself the space to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a mass hit the wall kind of experience that happens between uh, December 14th, December 15th and January 14th or 15th, something big happens there. And it's not violent. Doesn't look really all that violent. It was just this absolute, utter, non-negotiable attitude. Um, hang on a second here. Um, I forgot. I promised somebody that I would turn off my email when i was on uh so they're not climbing the wall <laughs> um so um something happens in there uh i'm i i'll be honest it looked like the whole government shut down <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be good um yeah well, my lease is up like the end of march and if you know i do get booted i was wondering um Okay. Maybe moving to Florida with my, with my sister. I have parents down there, but I prefer to move with her. So I wasn't really okay. interested. And I'm focusing on my health, nutrition, that kind of stuff. Very good. So we'll see what this lines up. Maybe a new career. <laughs> I'm not pushing that yet. I'm yeah. To get healthy first. But it's okay. a big thing. Like, you know, secure job and then no insurance, different state. So yep. just wondering okay. what, yeah, what you see. I'm heading in the Those are right. good. Those are good moves. I don't know that you would stay in Florida. Um, yeah, no, I was you, um, told that I <laughs> that I would move on and to search Western South America, something that never was in my mind. Okay, so, yeah. So that's um, yeah, but I'm not pushing. That. That's too much <laughs> for me right now. Right now, I'm just gonna go to Florida. Um, right, one yeah, step at a time. South America. Yeah. I can speak Spanish, but like it's not. I had no plans. <laughs> okay, to, excellent. Uh, Western China. Yeah. Um, stand your ground. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me give you a little hand here. For no, my heart goes out to everyone else who's facing this. I don't, I don't have kids. 
um, I don't have a mortgage, so you know I can cash in my 401k and bounce. So it's not for me. It's it's hard. Like this, I've only worked here, and I love these people. But everyone else is, um, you know, and I'm like I can't. <laughs> no. So. I hear you. Wow. So yeah, we're. I think push is going to come to shove, and people are going to shove back at the government, and the whole thing just kind of fades away. They don't retract. But they don't push it anymore either. So, and then just looks like where, where, what happened to the government? Where's the government? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Florida's good. And let me just add also, um, I was looking at where else might you go and um, up into like Missouri, Arkansas, in there, that's also good. Um, and over into the further, the Southwest, further, like the deep Southwest. Um, uh, yeah, I looked at the map and I was like, where would I go? And Arizona was like, maybe Arizona. Arizona, New Mexico, in the Northern. Yeah, yeah can, when I put you in the Northern half, you stay there. When I put you in the Southern half, you don't stay. You, you can go, but you wouldn't stay. So. Um, you mean Southern half, like South America? No, Southern half of, of New Mexico or Arizona. Oh, okay. I mean, you might get away with Phoenix a little bit, but for a little bit longer, but um, you would still move on. So, um, yeah. Okay. I'm so glad that you're not getting that shot. Well, well the universe has led me to, to you a long time ago, and then I found you again through the interview with Kim. And I was like, oh, look. Oh, I'm yeah. Okay. okay. I've been getting signs from all over the place. So it's just Very scary good. when it's like they send you the letter that January 4th will be the day. And I'm like, okay. So, anyway. Yeah. Maybe January 4th will be the day that they end. That's what I'm hoping. I'm just, yeah, I'm just making plans because New Jersey is going a little bit, you know. So. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. I don't want to be here. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Ooh. Um, okay. Tatiana and then Christelle and then Melissa. So, hi, Christelle. Um, okay, Tatiana, go ahead. Hi, Penny. Good to see you. <clears throat> yes. So um, my voice is kind of coming back. I'm not sure when and part of the reason I want to share a little bit of my story, what's been happening, and maybe you okay. can give me some insights. Okay. So usually anything, I rarely get sick. And if anything happens, it's probably like once in a blue moon, three days. I know what's going on. It's over. So yeah. this has been going on since, this is 12 days that I, my voice is, I'm having trouble. Okay. So I actually, I wrote some summaries of what I want to ask you probably better. Okay. Otherwise I'm going to be floating all over. So I got into a heated, very heated quarrel with my son about three weeks ago. Okay. Actually something happened on my birthday while we were visiting them, but there was no discussion, nothing. I just felt something is off. So anyway, three weeks ago, we had this argument okay. and it precipitated a chain reaction of symptoms in my body. So it started with me losing my voice first. Then it went into a sore throat and coughing, sneezing. Then my sinuses got inflamed. I got freaked out at one point and including actually even my gums were inflamed a little bit. Ah. <laughs> but anyway, so it was just this whole thing, right? <clears throat> so 
and um, so I did. I did work on. I paid attention to what symptoms were coming out, and um, I yeah. I felt that there is a need for some emotional exploration. So I would shift from one symptom to another and look deeper into the emotional cause of each of them. Okay. I would find and acknowledge the deeper truth, and then I would have an emotional release. I don't remember when I was crying so much as in the last this 12 days, I guess, and especially yeah. a few, few days of them. <sighs> so, and some of them were really cathartic and I felt one of them um, seeing my daughter-in-law, you know, just, I don't know, just something was there that I saw that innocent child who was about to be injured. And then I felt every single child of the world. And it was just, my heart just couldn't bear it. It was just broken basically. Yeah. So anyway, um, I felt all of that and I went through all of the, my symptoms and really learning from what, what I, as much as I can learn. So I just really would like for you, if you can, to tune in with me and just see if you can pick up anything, what's been unresolved or what's left over, what do I need to pay more attention to okay. or something of that matter. And, um, <sighs> yeah. and I would want to give you my numbers maybe that will help as well I, i'm not sure but just just 10 just, yeah 10 19 19 66, which comes down to 1 1 and 22 yeah so that's that's where i am i had okay. a follow-up conversation with my son today which didn't go well and i felt like i just shut the door or we shut the door on each other and i i, I just don't know what to do i'm at loss basically uh, okay let me ask how old is he 32 oh perfect yes <laughs> so um at that age somewhere between 29 and 39 that you have to you have to like let go of of a son especially a mother has to let go of a son um a father has to let go of a daughter um, and that is such, it's so difficult. Um, that child needs to go off by himself, do his thing, make mistakes, and you get to watch. You can't save him. You can't help him. You can't guide him. You can't offer a single word. And children, you need to know that he doesn't need you. That's a critical piece because if he needs you, then you you're not you haven't finished raising him to be a totally independent adult. And children will show you that they are ready to stand on their own and they don't need you, and they'll abandon you for weeks or months at a time, even a yeah, couple months, of months, months. And months. it's not like he's not standing. He's standing on his feet. But that, uh, as you said, abandonment, I guess, I don't know. But that separation, separation, you know, and not communication. That's what's really. Right. Nothing. And, nothing. And, then, and then when communication happens, it turns into miscommunication. That's right. That because there should be no communication during that period. If you were dead, yeah. he would not be able to communicate with you. You have to know that he's going to be okay 
when you're dead. <laughs> I know that's kind of a blunt, rough yeah, way to say it, <laughs> but um, he needs to know that he can make it without you as well. And so the, the son will cut off the mother for months at a time, no talk, no communication, sometimes refusing phone calls, whatever. Um, they're busy cementing themselves in a way that they cannot do when the mother is present. Some of that cementing is going to be relationships. Some of it is going to be sexual. Some of it's going to be financial. Some of it's going to be um, ethical and, you know, kind of exploring his own values. But that, you know, mothers get so hurt. You cannot get hurt. You have to understand that he's letting you know that he's getting ready to let go of you. And once he is, once he has done that, at the deepest of levels, he'll come back and enjoy you for the next 50 years. So you can't panic. You can't get all clingy. You can't keep trying. The, the best you can do, um, and I've done this with each one of my kids. And I, you know, the first time, you know, when my daughter first, you know, I'm not talking to you anymore. My first reaction was, well, good. Well, after two days, it was not good. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's enough of that. But it didn't end. And, and I, you know, and I was just like, huh, you know, have I lost her? Um, you know, that kind of thing, that fear, that whatever. Um, and that's really what had to happen. And what I saw, what I understood eventually was that she needed to be able to confront me and to say her piece and then cut out of my life because they're not fully grown until they can do that. Mm. And so then I waited for the second one to go through that same thing. And then the third one and then the fourth one. Um, and so now it's like, okay, you know, all right, I can get some stuff done. Um, <laughs> but the, the lack of voice is exactly the message there. Don't even try to speak to him. Leave him alone. Let him come to you when he has finished doing that inner work in himself. He'll come back around. You keep the door open. You love him. You love him from a distance. Um, you know, if, if there's any kind of communication at all, what I did with my son was once in a while I would call and, and leave a message on the phone. You just, hi, this is mom. Um, you know, we're having a, a gathering, family gathering. You're welcome to come this weekend. I hope you're doing well. I love you. Bye. No demand. None. Like, just keeping you informed. I'm keeping you in the circle. You hold that space of love. Eventually, he'll step into it. But you have to lead, leave him go and, you know, and, and be upset. And when, when my son finally called me up on the phone one day, was talking, was like, wow, he acts like, you know, 10 months hasn't gone by. <laughs> so, um, and, and it didn't matter at that point. It was like, yeah. okay, you know, he's, he's back to where he's comfortable. I know he's got something that I couldn't give him. He had to create it for himself. And so that's really the important thing. Your voice 
We'll come back. I will say this. When you mentioned the gum involvement, um, that's um, sometimes when you get really, really stressed, you get, you know, like an argument causes big stress, then the um, that lowers your immune system and whatever bacteria you are harboring in your teeth um, take over. And they, you have, they have to be, you know, <laughs> countered somewhere down the line. But the biggest message is be quiet. No voice. Don't speak. No communication. It'll be okay. Okay. All right. Anything to reflect on the numbers or no? Um, just that that's those, it'd be twice as hard for you. Double one <laughs> and then a double two. Uh, the double one is you will do what I say, and especially with a 22, which is I'm the master of the world. Um, so it's like, you know, your son is going boom, boom. Um, just really, that's sure. hard for double one. <laughs> so, and a, a one has a lot of uh, truth and a lot of clarity, uh, and they know, and they know they know. And they think they know, and they know they know, but that doesn't matter to other people. So, yeah, try to just be patient with yourself, okay? Thank yeah. you so much, Penny. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah, that's a hard place for a mother. Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, let's see who's next. Christelle, and then Melissa, and then Margaret. And then we only have a few more after that. Okay. Um, whoops, hang on a second here. So go ahead, Christelle. Hello, hello. Hi, Penny. Hi. Um, hi, I've really been enjoying our, the discussions today. All um, right. So I'm, yeah, I'm finding, um, I've been trying to get my, what I'm trying to ask together. Um, I've been finding it a, a, bit of, a bit of trepidation to, um, enter and act from my inner truth or power. And I, I know that's our journey about finding who we are and what we are and all of that, our consciousness. And you <laughs> and you've talked about when we feel safe and protected, we open and we can open to love and uh, being in that state, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess our, our power, our truth. So um, when I look at my hesitation, um, I think it's a, there's, there's a, a common fear of being shut down and I guess that's from our social conditioning connected to something in our younger years or past lives where natural magic and being in uh, our natural powers was used as a norm and shut down and persecuted. Um, so sometimes I, I look at that um, and when I'm feeling, obviously we're all alone, feeling alone here where I live in a sense, yeah. there's also a sense of belonging here in Australia where I live. And um, I guess I'd really like to have some clarity um, on our heritage, which for me is part of belonging and belonging here on the earth. Um, and um, I'll add something to that in a moment. It was really to um, find a way to trust what comes through, like the visions from last year or other things, many things about the rock formations and configurations. Um, oh. So with our heritage, and I've asked before, and I've been trying to pinpoint what it is that I'm really wanting to understand that's um, 
feels um, that I have a little fear around, and that is you've talked before about our hybrid systems and programs, or they exist. Uh, I'd like to understand how they work. And coming back to the sense of belonging as being human, is it not that every human is a variety of star beings or races or uh, parts of um, those as consciousnesses? So isn't everyone a hybrid on this planet? Or is the human, or, um, is the human body first conceived and created with two human parents, baby grows, birthed? Is the consciousness of that person most likely to be adjusted or tweaked before it enters the body? And then at certain times as they grow up? Or is it later? That's, I suppose I'm getting to that because how can I do something that I've wanted to be? How do I expand and trust into who I am or what I'm, what I'm doing if I can't fully know where I'm from and trust what comes through? So it's really, I'm not really sure what I'm trying to ask because it's, it feels okay. quite large, but um, just some clarity, I suppose, okay. on that piece. That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Stop there. Stop there because you've already asked the question with, you know, you sort of beat around the bush a little bit. But the core thing is that fear of opening to yourself, to living from that inner self, being in your truth. Why do people fear? Typically for one reason, because they feel like they don't know how to um, handle the response that they're going to get they're um often let me uh give an example or this will be a kind of a poor example but um let's say that you uh go to a meeting or you are with a group of people and they're talking about something and you think differently and you speak up and they all jump down your throat. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about, or you haven't read this, or you didn't, uh, you, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And you end up feeling like, oh, you know, how do you deal with that sort of response? That's the fear that drives everybody in terms of opening, stepping into their power, living in their truth. They don't know how to deal with the, the reaction that they may generate. They don't know what reaction they're going to get. And, and so between those two things, um, number one, when I say something, I know the reaction I'm going to get. When I don't get that reaction, I know that I'm going to be able to handle whatever comes at me. Period. Doesn't matter what it is. Good, bad, indifferent, ridiculous, um, you know, etc. That's the whole thing that you're dealing with here. The fear of, of how do I live from that inner truth is really a matter of coming to understand what, in, what are you intending to create? And when you don't create that, you step back and say, wow, look at that. You know, how did I do that? And then you start asking questions or you, um, you know how to handle the reaction you get and to handle it well and to handle it smoothly and to be humble and to say to yourself, oh, wow, you know, I, I, didn't, think of, I didn't think of that. But, you know, that is something I will take into account. Well, I've read that, but that's, I, I don't think that's true. 
um, or I know that that's not true, or I know that that doesn't work, or that doesn't match my ethics, or whatever. Um, and so that's the thing that you are wanting to get to, is that absolute and utter inner confidence that you know what you're trying to create, and you know how to handle whatever the response is going to be. It's just that simple. Does that make sense? All the other stuff about, you know, hybrid systems and um, human hybrids, all that, that's all irrelevant. You know, you stay here now, you stay in the present, you figure out what it is you want to create, and you figure out how to create that. So I, I tell people in one of my classes way, way back, way back, um, this was a speaking, public speaking class in high school. Um, we had to get in front of a mirror and deliver these uh, lines that, you know, we had to come across with these lines like five different ways, um, more if we could. And so we ended up experimenting with tone of voice and with the feeling of, that went along with that kind of delivery and it was very instructive. I never forgot that. I did that later in a class in college. Um, and the same kind of thing, playing around with the impact or the effect of your words. Um, that's, you know, play around with that. Have some fun. Um, you are an individual. You're, you yourself are absolutely unique. Um, and what I see is that often you're afraid of your own uniqueness. You keep trying to fit in. It's like, no, 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 no. Just be comfortable with who you are. You're different. So can you do that? Uh, yeah, thanks. I, I will. Um, I'll that on board. I, <laughs> you all sound very confident. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh? All right. What? We'll give it a shot. No, I meant I, meant, I, I can. Thank you. It feels like it's, little, it's a good amount of homework. Um, I, that was, that yes, was really great. Some good suggestions. Thank you. I have to practice okay. on that. Um, and practice yeah, on your son. That practice <laughs> on your son. Now there's somebody mm. you want to have an impact Thank on. You. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying done a few little bits differently recently and even the way I was thinking about him and that was interesting almost immediate um just a little change in reaction but it's a little bit different to other things where it's the outside world you know the outside of home beyond the walls it's all um, the but same you're right about the little bit afraid of the uniqueness so yeah uh, or the differentness a uh, different so yeah Be who you know are. how with that yeah um, but how, how um, you know, how can you, I'll do all those things, but with, within that, I suppose, I can't quite form the question because I don't quite understand it. I mean, you've explained it before many things, but it's the, our, um, how do you feel the power in you, your, the, the growth, the, the strengthening, the rock, you know, the, that feeling with that exercise, for example, so I can't form the question. There's no way, absolutely no way that I could convey to you what that feels like. That is something you have to earn. That would be like me saying, um, I want to convey to you what this tastes like. You can't, you can't have that experience unless you taste it. 
It's the same thing with power. You will know when you have run into some power, when you have used power wisely and well. You'll feel it. You'll know it. So mm -hmm. there's no way that I can. And how do you feel? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, that's a okay. good answer. Okay. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Go yeah. after it. Go after it. Start experimenting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Thanks. It's not, it's not always easy. Like you said, if you feel a bit different, and I suppose it's just uh, playing with that in, in a sense. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Melissa, you're next, and then Margaret, and then Bunny. Um, okay, Melissa. <laughs> This is my first time on live, so I'm going to have somebody give you the birth date. So I'll say 10, 22, 71, if that helps with my question. Um, I wanted some feedback about some different job offers that I'm, I've got. Um, recently left the Department of Defense because they wouldn't tell me for sure whether they're going to accept my vaccine mandate exemption. So I said, sayonara. <laughs> Lisa, just be mindful of your language, what you use, vaccine, like just don't use the words. Oh, I forgot okay, about the, that. The, the hokey pokey. The, the hokey pokey. Um, so anyway, I decided to, um, to go into a private practice and closer to home, less of a commute. And it's something I've always wanted, more opportunity to do um, you know, yeah. work with people in the way I want to work with them, using more alternative um, methods and strategies, and I'm passionate about. But I, I recently got an offer to work um, in in the mountains because you know it is a little too close to the coast. I listen to what you and others say about how um, it's it's safer to be more you know in the highlands, and I love the mountains, and so it's hard to find good jobs in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> But I did get offered one. So I would say, uh, take that. Take that for several reasons. Number one, um, they uh, it's a good fit for you. Number one. Two, you like the mountains. Three, um, you're not going to be there forever. So, um, you know, just be aware that it's okay to live today. <laughs> Can I say it that way? Um, and to, to take the opportunities that come today and just keep your eyes out. You know, some offer will come down the road in a few years and you will move again. Um, and that'll be a whole different location. So just go enjoy wherever you want to be right now. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. Good for you. That's, um, yeah, that don't worry too much about the future. Be aware of the future. That's for all of you. Just keep an eye out for what's happening and be uh, acting or reacting appropriately. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Okay, Margaret, you are next. Hello, Hi, there. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Very good. Good to see okay. you. Good to hear you. You can <laughs> imagine me. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did look in the mirror the other day and I noticed that I don't feel the way I, when I look and see what I look like, I just happened to, I was looking because I was, 
<laughs> because people are wanting to say, who are you? And I always, you know, don't show up. So, okay. Well, that's just a side note. Even I was okay. surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I knew what I looked like, but it's like, oh, who are you? <laughs> I know. I've had moments like that. It's like, mm -hmm. who's that? You know, it's yeah. just a split second thing. <laughs> okay. So I'm in a lot of, um, you know, um, growth space at the moment and um, uh -huh. connecting with different groups and so forth. And usually I'm not too engaged um, because I'm just all over the map, but I decided to focus a little more and land, you know, like maybe put my landing gear on for a moment and yeah. explore the possibility of moving to a different, you know, state. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And, and, and that's just the beginning of some of my ideas. So that are floating around there. So I wasn't sure what to pick for the moment when I was speaking with you, Michael and I have been um, exploring some ideas um, partly because of the, you know, the um, hokey pokey thing. Um, yeah. And we're in Michigan. So, I don't know, but uh, but Michael actually has some idea that he, which I didn't know this about him, that he could maybe see traveling from different to different intentional communities and being his unique self, sharing and teaching. Yeah. And I, and you know me, I kind of noticed. Well, I'm always happy to support that, and then I I kind of know I need to like show up myself and be myself, bring myself forward. Yeah. So I'm. Very so, good. <laughs> yeah. And I also know I like to feel more, um, I like to have my space. And so I, I'm not really, I like the idea of having maybe a vehicle to, to be able to do this and not just land in somebody's community and be a guest. So I don't know what okay. that looks like or how that could be financially. Is there, do you see any? Okay. I, you know, that's interesting that you would bring that up. A couple of weeks ago, um, maybe three or four weeks ago, I was thinking about you and wondering if you were still in Michigan. <laughs> now here you are saying, well, we're thinking about leaving Michigan. Um, I, at the time that I was thinking about that, you know, it was that and wonder what she's thinking about the the great reset or the RV or whatever, you know, questions like that. And it was like, wow, um, there's a, there was an awareness under the surface that Michigan was going to go and the RV was not going to go. And that, that was going to turn your apple cart over. So, um, I didn't think any further than that. It was just like, ooh, she's in for some big changes. Um, and so I think um, I would say if you want to move or you're thinking about moving, there are intentional communities all over the place. Um, you know, it, and there are people that are you're that would be very interested in having you for a neighbor because you're a good neighbor, because you're awake. Um, so you, no, no place comes up or no, uh, location comes up as the best location. It's really, um, I'm going to use this word. I don't like this word, but it keeps coming up with you. Um, go mobile and stay mobile for a little bit. Okay. 
So that mm-hmm. fits in with your exploring intentional community thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know about the vehicle. Uh, yeah. You might need a vehicle. You might not. I mean, you need a car to get somewhere, but you can't really sleep in your car. Um, well, <laughs> I you do could. that a lot. Yeah, you could. Mike Michael doesn't, but I've spent months doing that. If I, when I want to get away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, I know. I have a number of friends that are saying, "No, I don't. I don't want to be tied down right now." So they travel around, visit mm-hmm. friends, stay for a week, and then go live in their car for a day or a week or a month, and then go and visit somebody else. It's like, whoa. Um, so that's yeah. The vehicle, that's, I'm going to say, that's going to be your choice. If mm. you get one, if you get a vehicle, I think um, when I hold that up, okay, there is a vehicle. How does she feel? You're really quite pleased. If I say, okay, there's no vehicle, how does she feel? It's not, you're not as pleased. It's more frustrating. It's more, uh, what is the word? The mechanics of getting around are more challenging. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for you, I think it is mobile for this time. Wow. So, yeah, it's almost like deja vu for me. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I, I was, I've been exploring different groups and so forth. So the possibility of around now, I never would have thought of this, but maybe around outside Austin, Central Texas, it's like yeah. it's so different, but. Um, yeah. But, but that seems like there's a lot of momentum there. And part sure. of me feels good about now. I don't want to start over. You know, I've lived near and part of community. I know that it's not utopia. So I like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you know. Right. <laughs> yes. <I'm. laughs> they're done that. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just like dealing with family. Intensified, yeah. like exponentially. Um, oh. It's like, oh, what have I stepped into? So, yeah. And, and they're awake to the agenda like you picked up. So, you know, for probably for, since I knew about it, I'm like, well, where are the people that already know about this? So we can start, yeah. you know, not just on a spiritual level, but like feet on the ground. But, you know, yeah. you don't even want to start with a spiritual level. You want to start no. with feet on the ground. Right. Functional. Yeah. If you're starting with spiritual level, you're almost always dealing with people trying to escape from the physical responsibilities. Oh, right. You don't want that. Okay. So can I throw in something just on a side note here and just a little okay. separate thing? Okay. Okay. So my, I, I don't really have the words for it, but you can kind of okay. tune in. So because okay. I've, I've been attracting wonderful people in industries, like just groundbreaking, but uh-huh. very grounded, okay, <laughs> you know, with frequencies, and but they're utilizing it in agriculture and all kinds of things, you know, yeah. everything I've been passionate about for years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's so, a problem. You're so far ahead of your time. Uh, it's not, doesn't work very well. Well, um, now I keep found, going. Keep yeah, going. I found, yeah, I found some wonderful resources and I haven't wanted to commit because I'm, I'm like so in love with each of them. One's in agriculture and health and then there's other technology for uh, communication. Okay, so the bottom line is, uh, without saying it, I almost want to reinvent like what they, they want to make affiliate marketing workable, you know, like very profitable for the individual 
because they're about sovereignty. So I just want to ask this real quick for you. Maybe you can get us insight. I don't know how to quite word it, or I should say up until now, I don't, the words aren't there, but if I could write something and make a proposal to the kind of the key person who I have relationship with, because okay. I've been part of webinars for a while, Michael and I've met the, the people. So I, I get that, you know, I, I get that there's, you know, a listening for who I am. And I'm looking at proposing a way to have a workaround affiliate marketing so that I don't take on, you know, I want to support people who want to do more of that. But usually it means you have to be the person to support them first. I don't want to do any of that anymore. Okay. Because somehow I just want to take a small fraction of the profit of the company or of all the companies. And I can just be free to be, you know, sprout my seeds, point people in different directions, support people who are already doing stuff and keep myself out of, you know, that. Okay. So let me say something. Okay. Okay. We're not Sorry. there yet. We oh, as okay. a society are not <laughs> quite there yet. Okay. Keep that vision. One of the issues that I'm going to say that you have run into um, or that I've observed is that you are so careful about keeping yourself free. So I'm mm -hmm. going to give you a question to have to take with you. Um, what are you trying to maintain freedom from? And I'm going to take the liberty of answering at least part of that question. One of the things you have tried to stay free of is the old system. And so you have not wanted to make any commitments, any investments, any, uh, you know, being tied down to any of that. And so, and that has hang, uh, what do you call that? Hampered you. Um, it has gotten in your way. It has left you with, um, okay, what can I do to survive here kind of, of uh, approach to life. How, okay, here's the question. How, what do you want to be free of? And is it time for you to move past the need for freedom and begin to invest, begin to um, put down roots? Okay, don't answer. Mm -hmm. Don't answer. Just no. think about that. Mom's the word. Right. Okay. Okay. Very good. You. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it's change. It's all changing. So, <laughs> so you have to change with it. Okay. okay. Well, much love. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Same to you. Take care. I'll, I'll see you in the next class too. Six. Oh, great. Okay. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, all right. Let's see here. Bunny. And then Christy and then Luann. That's it. Okay, Bonnie, your turn. Hello. Hello, nice hello. Yes, it is. How are you? You good? I have, I'm good. I have uh, my numbers. I would like to okay. clarify. 5-28-1950. Did you say 5-8? Five, 5-28-1950. Okay. Um, so that's a six, and that's a one, and that's a five. Um, okay. So just a couple of things. Um, the 28 is a one. Eight plus two is one, or is ten, and one plus, one plus zero is one. 
Um, and so that's that organizer, kind of bossy, good supervisor, good manager, um, really can't work with people or things or even concepts. Um, it, the, you know, so it doesn't go really all that well with the five and the six, but um, the five and the six are going to be your main conflicts. Um, five is kind of this got to make a decision. It's too much, too much, too little. Um, and so there's either too much information and you don't know what to, how to fit it all together, or there's too little information and you don't have enough to really make a decision. Um, and there's a huge amount of oversensitivity with the five which gets in the way of being able to effectively use the managerial skills of the one. Um, and, and the, and you have to, with the five, you really have to develop some tough, we call it thick skin, thick skin. Um, and the um, five often has lots of issues with um, money and friends. So it's, um, you know, too much, too little in terms of money, too much, too little in terms of friends. And the friends and the money conflict. And the question becomes, if you have a lot of money, do the people like me because I have a lot of money or do they like me? If you don't have a lot of money, then your friends end up also not having a lot of money. And then you can't break out of that circle and do something different. And, and because you're overly sensitive, um, to start with, you end up living your life with your friends thinking, well, at least I have friends and they're holding you back. Um, so one of the big lessons is how do you step up and do it by, all by yourself just because you want to. So and the six is the child of the earth. It's a wonderful number. Anyway, so somebody's here. <laughs> Little kid. Um, I'm sorry. No, that's a problem. That's, I mean, that's not a problem. Um, that's a problem we run into all the time. So the six is um, feet on the ground, green thumb, connections to mother nature. Um, that's the, the, the five and the six actually connect at that level around nature. All that oversensitivity can be used to connect with plants and animals and birds and butterflies and bugs and whatever. Um, it's the six, um, also is a number of, of, uh, like not really being interested in spiritual things because it's so focused on practical things. And so that's one of the things that, um, if you're going to develop the spiritual side, um, once you start the six, the spiritual side of the six it becomes very, very hypnotic. And, and the, the six just keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. So um, very, very powerful in terms of uh, awakening late in life and then all of a sudden being like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to understand. And it's all spiritual stuff. So and really spiritual stuff is all consciousness. So what is the true spirit of yourself? It's that wacky consciousness you have. So that makes sense? Yes, it does. Okay. I have a, a quick um, health question. Since June, I have had an infection in my jaw in a tooth. 
and they want to, to do a root canal. And I've been working on it herbally since then, getting it under control. Do you see me winning? No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. That's really discouraging. Okay. Let me say this. Um, it's worse than you, than maybe you think it is. It, it looks worse than what you think it is. Um, if you get a root canal, it's not going to get any better. Okay. Get, keep going with the herbs, keep going with diet, with supplements, with all of that in order to prevent the spread of that infection everywhere else in the body. Okay. Whatever your genetic weaknesses will be triggered by what's going on in your teeth. And so the better option is to have the tooth pulled and immediately put a, a dental implant in there um, in, just in order to avoid the spread of the infection. Um, I, you know, you can do the root canal if you want. There are holistic root canals out there that are really well done, but they don't address the deep infection in the tooth. Um, in, and so you end up with all sorts of other problems um, and it's really, it's a disaster, absolute disaster for the body. Uh, so if it was a little, go ahead. The tooth is an anchor for a bridge as well. Okay. Hmm. So uh, can you stay home for... Well, if, if you, you know, let's say you get the tooth pulled and they put in the post, um, that allows you to then put a tooth on top of it, you know, to put a, a tooth inserted. You still have to have that um, bare spot for four or five months until it heals. And the, you know, the post is anchored in the bone. Bone has to grow around it. Um no, that, that's your bridge then that means the rest of your teeth are got nothing to hang on to so the whole thing is as um it's like oh wow um okay one of the questions i have and this is a question i have not answered yet is if you have infections in your teeth low grade they're almost always asymptomatic no symptoms no problems no pain no difficulty but they're there um and and when you have that could you just get rid of that using the bcx frequencies and heal the teeth and the gums and the pockets of infection all in one fell swoop i don't have any data on that i think that's possible I don't know, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to say something that I don't have any evidence or any studies. What's that? That would be preferable to all the other alternatives. I know. 
if I knew it would work, I would just do that. Yeah. I would try that. I would find, I would invest in a BCX just to see if I could do that because it's going to be cheaper in the long run than the teeth work all the way around. So. Better for my health all the way around. Amen. Yeah. Hands down, better for your health. So uh, I wish I had a better answer for you. But uh, don't be too quick to decide. Give yourself time and space to do what you have to do to rebuild whatever you have to rebuild. So, okay? Okay, thank you. Ah, okay. Wow. Um, that. Yeah, that's kind of an answer I don't like to have to give. Ah. Okay, who's next? Christy, you're next, and then Luann, and we're done. Hi, Christy. Hello. So nice to be here. Okay. So I'm going to give you my numbers and ask a little question. So I'm another 5, 22, 1969. So I've been, um, my passion has been going in towards healthcare and just in the generic sense of basic ways of how to take care of ourselves. I think our society, I mean, it started with my kids. There's, there's, there's a lot of anxiety. These youth has a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And it's like no pills is due with health exercise um, yeah. and different things like that. And so that's kind of where I'm going towards, but then yeah. I have a fear. That's my little five right there. I'm not, I, 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 not pushing forward. And I'm just going, am I in the right direction? I mean, I've gone to the spirituality. Um, I yeah. have my own spooky device. Um, Very good. And um, yeah, so I've been going in the right direction. Am I? Um, yeah. Yeah, you are. So don't, you know, the, what I see is that there's some time yet. There's um, before you actually are able to be effective. Um, I think you said you're working or moving toward kids. Kids have a lot of anxiety. Are oh. these your kids or are they other, are they kids out there in the world? Well, my kids oh. and I see a lot of other kids also. I have two yeah. kids. I have four and two of them seem to have anxiety. And I think it has to do with health issues. And they're I'm trying to find ways to have them take this information that I'm giving to them through yep. in college. And so... Okay. I, mean, I have well, three kids are in college. Two, two of them are in college that have anxiety issues. So, okay, yeah, anxiety is caused by low-grade infection, low-level inflammation throughout the whole body, um, and it eventually results in depression. Yeah. Uh, so um, that, uh, yeah, keep going. Um, I think one of the things that came up right away was um, that your kids. Uh, are going to be the uh, the doorway that you end up learning the most from. Uh -huh. uh, the caring for your own children is going to teach you what people really need. And I do see you working with kids down the road, not just adults, um, like teens. Uh -huh. So that's um, the in terms of your numbers, the twenty two. Um, that's really about mastering the world. And in your case, that world is going to be the world of systems of health. 
um, and systems of spirituality, the five and the seven right there, you have seven is spirituality and five is um, very close to um, money and uh, people. So you're dealing with money and people. Um, and that, you know, if you can be of service, that would be wonderful. I, I just, you know, one of the things I've seen is that there's going to be a whole bunch of doctors and nurses that are free from the old system, but they don't fit in the new because they can't unlearn what they already know, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so they're hampered by that. Um, you have a, you have just the right absence of the past background to be able to really grasp um, some of the new principles of health um, and frequencies. Use that spooky, learn from it, keep going with that. Um, offer to use that with your kids. If, of course, kids will go 100 miles an hour in the other direction for anything their parents <laughs> suggest. Yeah. So, yeah. But still make that, you know, make it available. Let them talk with them about what you're doing um, and keep going with that. Okay. It's, yeah. I, I think that we're going to have a shortage of uh, healthcare people um, who really know who can be effective and people who are spiritual teachers who understand consciousness. So, yeah. Okay. I, Thank I, you I so much. Yeah, I see some bumps, but uh, keep going. <laughs> Thank right? you. Yeah, all right. Mostly relationship bumps. So, um, okay, let's see here. Luann, you are the last one. Go ahead. Uh, so, uh, Penny, well, there's three more people who have written in because they couldn't make it. Oh. So we have three questions to answer afterwards. Okay, all right. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's your turn. Jill. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to wait to listen to everybody. One, Steve, I totally aligned myself with the shaman in you. Oh, I gosh. started falling like a baby. Um, <laughs> really, something really, I just was like, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. And Renee, I resonate with you because I have a, you know why, Penny. <laughs> yes. I have a daughter who's kind of them. I know. Okay, I, I popped out of Zoom again off. This has been doing, can you hear me? Yeah, uh-huh. I can. Keep going. Oh, you're frozen. Okay. Oh, she disappeared. Okay, when you... Oh. Can you hear me? I popped there out. There she is. I keep popping in and out. Okay. I feel like I'm bilocating. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm in a flux position right now. I, I, I Like Margaret, I'm in Michigan. Um. Oh. I haven't landed, and I thought I was supposed to land here, but I'm not so sure now. I'm, I have a rig I created. Uh, I, the problem is my cars aren't working. My cars keep breaking down, so I can't move the rig out of Michigan. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. You're frozen again. Just uh, where'd you go now? There she is. Okay, keep going. Your car's breaking down. You can't move the rig. I have two cars, and both of them have issues. I'm just trying to get one to work so I can uh, have an opportunity to to at least move south. Uh, don't really want to be here in the winter again. This is, you know what I mean. I do. 
I was oh. looking for, for I was looking for land down in Arkansas, but I'm not sure I'm supposed to land yet there. Okay. Uh, that's not where I've seen you, but that's a beautiful place. Arkansas is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, and it's quite. Um, <laughs> okay. Go um, on then. <laughs> what? Oh, it's okay. Go on. Tell me what you need. Uh, well, I just have always seen you in Georgia. So. <gasps> That's amazing you must say that. There is a farmer there. Okay. He works with the veterans. Oh. oh okay. That was kind of, I was kind of gleaning that, but I was trying to stay on this side of the Mississippi River. <laughs> well, temporarily, you might be elsewhere, okay, in Georgia. <laughs> that's true. So. That's interesting. Okay. 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 That's, that's very interesting. Okay, you kind of answered that question. I Thank you. Okay. Is, my, is my, any of my cars going to work soon, though? Um, so I was going to say before the whole thing about the Georgia comment, when you get pointed in the right direction, one of your cars will work. So oh. the other thing is that what I would do if I were you, I would consider selling both of them and buying something a little bit newer, a little bit more reliable. That's an option. I might be trading in some cryptos now. I haven't done it for so long. I've been hodling since forever. So I might okay. be trading in some cryptos to get there. <laughs> okay. The third suggestion I would make would be if your rig, you want to get your rig moved, hire somebody to move it for you. That's or U-Haul. I can U-Haul it too. Okay. All right. You do that. Yeah, all I, yeah I have no problem with that. Okay. Uh, so cool. Nice, uh, nice option, but I'd rather run it myself because I live in my rig. This is my house. Yeah. 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 Well, so, I, I know people who have hired somebody to move their rig. You know, they move it south in the winter. They move it north oh, in the summer. That's and true, too. Okay, that's yeah. nice enough. Okay, and it's cool roughly runs $1,500, I do believe. 1500 This was going from Louisiana to Michigan. So maybe oh, it was okay. 1800 I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but it gets you where you want to go. So. Cool beans. All right. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Okay. I think we're good. Um, Daphne, go ahead. What, what kinds of questions do you have? Who's written in? Uh, three people have written in short questions. Uh, okay. I could read them for you. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. First one. This is from uh, Perry Ann, who actually missed the weekend class yeah. with dreams. She had stuff going on in her family, but here it is. Okay. So she All says, right. um, I'd appreciate Penny's insight on the coincidence, quote, quote, in my immediate family. So she says, me and my son are born on nine slash two. Ex-husband mm -hmm. is born two slash 26 and his son six slash 26. I have another son, 12 slash 23 and a daughter, two slash 23. So two of us are born on the second and two on the 26th, and two on the 23rd. What does that mean? Thank you for your time and effort to consider this request. Perry Ann. Um, it doesn't mean a whole lot, but it's very similar to what I was saying uh, earlier. People that work together in, a, uh, some people call it a 
soul group. I don't call it that. It's a family grouping of individuals who work well together. will often choose numbers that are the same numbers because they appreciate one another being there. And it's like the two who have the same number have things to teach one another or things to learn from one another. So uh, like Walt with the 122, um, there are things to learn from his great-grandfather, even though the great-grandfather is no longer here, and the grandfather. Um, and there's, it says there's a deep soul connection there. So, um, Perry, you're probably working with the same group over and over, <laughs> So, uh, which is nice. Um, sometimes the lessons go a little bit smoother and a little bit harder, a little bit deeper, not harder, deeper. So that's nice. Two on the 26th, two on the 23rd. <laughs> yeah, okay, very good. Gosh. Okay. Um, right. Well, just so everybody knows, we're, we're going to release a class on the uh, numerology very soon. So I oh, know yeah. what people ask, so it's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, second question is from Jessica. And this is a common question, I have to say. Uh, we get this a lot. So I had my gall, she says, I had my gallbladder removed about five years ago. Okay. I wish and I wouldn't have done it that now. What supplements or nutrients does my body need because because or what I did because of what I did? Or does my body react or respond differently now because of having it removed? With much gratitude, Jessica. Um, okay, so the 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 work of the gallbladder is really to aid digestion, especially fats. So it's really a good idea to take digestive enzymes and that those digestive enzymes should include lipase, which is a fat digesting enzyme. It supports the gallbladder beautifully. Very simple. Uh, a good digestive enzyme is going to have Protease, which digest protein, lipase for fats, and um, one for sugar. Well, I forget what the name of the sugar one is now. But ev everything that ends with ASE is an enzyme of some sort. And, and those digestive enzymes are very, very valuable. So just take one or two with every meal, especially if you're, if you're eating fat. The last question is from Rebecca. So she says, hello, Penny. Thank you for these tea and consciousnesses meetings. They were some of the greatest gifts of insights and clarity for me, especially Good. your last question you answered last week as to how we should not focus on the destruction of the old world, but the rebuilding of a new one. I am very passionate about teaching others the power of healing our own bodies. As a developing empath, I have grown to prefer being alone much more than being around others. The sensitivity I feel from the energies of people can be so draining and tedious at times. Mm -hmm. Some people will just latch onto me like a moth to a light. This is my struggle. I want to help people, but I don't want to be around them very much. Or maybe I'm not developed enough and properly protecting my energy. Perhaps my birth date numbers could shed some insight in navigating my path and being a better service to this new world we are co-creating. So she says, my birth date is the 8th, 19th, 1984. She says, thank you so much for all you do, Rebecca. Okay. Wow, there's an awful lot of 22s here. 
Um, okay. Um, the best way to help support the new earth, to become a new human, to be part of that whole new world, is to do what you love to do the way you like to do it, when you like to do it. Period. Hands down. If that's meditating on a cushion, it'll help a, a little bit. If that's, you know, if the whole empath thing, that is, that's challenging. I have to say that's very challenging. Um, you can learn to detach somewhat. You can do practice breath work while you're interacting with people. That's very helpful. Um, but the preference to be alone, um, there are things that can be done. You can plant gardens, you can make clothing and, and ship them or knit mittens or socks and give them away to people or raise chickens and give away eggs or, um, you know, whatever, whatever you love to do, offer that to the world just as a gift of love. That's enough. We don't have to go out there and you know, run the cavalry around and and try to make something happen um, that we think should happen or that will speed up the process. And it's a slow process watching a civilization crumble. It's a heartbreaking process. Um, so, um, you know, practice a little bit of detachment, but by gosh, do what you love when you love to do it the way you love to do it and then share that with the world and you know send it out by mail if you have to if you need to avoid people just put it out there okay yeah all well, right that's it that's all it is for tonight thank you everyone for coming okay. yes thank you thank you thank you Mwah. love you <laughs> good questions wow okay Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you, Benny. Yeah, Thank you, Benny. you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Happy okay. Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Benny. Happy My family has informed me that they're coming Thank home. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. I'm, like, I'm coming to your house, Benny. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who's cooking? Well, you are, Mom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see this. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Okay. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.